All right, Coffee with Closers live. We Woo-hoo. are live today, Wednesday, July 28th. And today we have a special guest on the show, one of my absolute favorite people, a personal friend. I'm super grateful to have him here, um, Mitch Steven. And Mitch is a man of many trades. He is what I like to refer to as the king of owner financing. But he has branched off into some other really, really cool stuff like uh, storage units and all kinds of cool stuff. So I just really I'm really grateful. I'm happy and I'm excited to have Mr. Mitch on the show today, as well as, of course, my co-hosts, Gavin and Don. Mitch, good morning. How are you, my friend? What's going on here? Despite all my technical ineptness, I have made it to this show. I'm trying to do a Facebook Live over here. So if you guys see me kind of looking one way or the other, I'm trying to pay attention to two angles because, you know, I was, I'm not, I haven't figured all this out yet. So, you know, you're, hey. you're like a master at this and, and that's good. But anyways, so that's we're, all right. We're, we're constantly learning. my audience too. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, we're happy to have you here. Um, Mitch, if you don't mind, maybe just for a couple minutes, tell tell everybody you know that's watching and listening, you know who is Mitch? Um, what have you been up to for the last I don't know twenty years in terms of your real estate investing endeavors? Okay, so I'll try to make it as short as possible. Mitch Steven <laughs> makes bees in high school, plays football. Okay, end of educational story, or so you would think. You know, and then you learn education just doesn't end because formal schooling ends. So I start finding books and tapes and, you know, Dave Del Dotto and, and Jack Miller and, and Carlton Sheets and, and Robert Allen, nothing down. And uh, it takes me about 34 years and a lot of failed businesses to figure out I'm supposed to be in real estate. So at th- age 34, I'm starting to find my butt with both hands. It took me a long time. And, uh, you know, they didn't teach me anything in school about anything that mattered. So, you know, really. And so, uh, and I didn't have any entrepreneurs in my life. I didn't have any of that stuff. So I'm kind of stumbling my way. By luck, I buy my own condo to live in. And long story short, I sell it and I end up making more money and have in the bank than, than, than I, uh, than I ever made it. I made it in a whole year at my job. You know, I got cash sitting in the bank, and I'm thinking. And this oh, is on a condo. Yeah, an efficiency one bedroom condo. Wow. And um, how long ago is this, Mitch? How long? 1984. I was born I was, in 19. I wasn't. I wasn't even born. Well, you know, <laughs> you guys need to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I was 11. Shut up. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm I'm 60 years old. So um, I I launched my real estate career at 34. So um, I I, I buy nothing down by Robert Allen. And this crazy son of a gun has the audacity to say that I can get rich in real estate with no money. And I'm thinking this is perfect because if if you can buy real estate with no money, I can buy the whole freaking town. I mean, all of it. I can buy everything because I'm brokered in hell, which is the way we all started, right? I mean, yep. if you think you need money in this business, then there's your first limiting belief. We got to get rid of that. Yep. It takes me 
you know, seven or eight years after reading Nothing Down to accidentally do a Nothing Down deal. But then that's when you when you when you do a concept that you've been hearing about. That's when you own that concept in your heart. And then once I did the one deal, it was like, bam, I got it. I understand now. I own this. I own this concept now. And I went out in 1996. I bought 45 houses from March of 96 to the end of the year. This was a different time. Now, mind you, you could get in the classifieds at eight in the morning and by 12 noon, you could find all the house. You could find a, a perfectly good deal in four hours in the classifieds. No problem. And if you screwed up, you found two or three and you didn't know how you're going to pay for it. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I don't have any money. I don't have any. I have good credit because I've always had good credit. Even when my businesses failed, part of what took me so long was I would pay everybody back every dime I owed them before I would start the next business. And that cost me a lot of time. I didn't mm. just call bankruptcy and go on to the next thing. I paid everybody back always, forever. And it's part of what took me a long time. Um, and so I don't have any money. But see, in 1996 in San Antonio, Texas, properties on the lesser sides of town, uh, uh, east, west, and south of the middle of town, um, you could pick up for 8,000, 10,000, 13,000, 15,000. I mean, an expensive house was 25 to 35,000. That was a that was an expensive house in my book back then. You know, it's a long time ago. And so I learned that you could get credit cards, you know, if you had good credit back then, it was another time. If you had good credit, you just applied for the card and they just sent it to you. Cash advances everything to the max. And so I learned real quick, I send off of the card and, and these things were 0% introductory offer for six months, eight months, uh, 12 months, some of them 18 months, 0% interest. So I said, boom, I start filling out credit card applications like a madman. I got 50 friggin' credit cards. I'm walking into banks going, I need 10 off this one and I need five off of this one. And that buys the house. And I need 10 off of this one and it, and it, and it, and it fixes the house. And then I sell or finance the house for 60 grand. Then I'd sell the house for 60 grand and there were no debts against the house because all the debt was on my credit card. And so I call my wife and you know, we had one rule. I'm a simple man. If you used $1 off a credit card for a house, that card got taped in the inside folder of that house so that there was no commingling of funds because I just call my wife and say, look, we just sold, you know, one, two, three main street for 60 grand, call all the credit cards, get the payoffs, write the checks, put them in certified signed delivery mail and overnight them the payoffs. Tell me how much it was and subtract that much from 60,000. And that's how much we made today. And then those cards are free. Take them out of the folder, put them back in the in play bucket and i bought my first 100 houses with credit cards now this wow this that's wasn't, sweet this wasn't known to my wife in the beginning because i knew what my wife i had spent you know seven eight nine ten years owning these concepts in my heart and getting the balls to rack up credit card debt on these things i would have like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt i'm newly married at this time 30 days and I'm running to the mailbox at the first of every month to grab all the credit card statements. Like every day I'm hitting the mailbox as fast as I can. So she won't see them until one day she finds them. Okay. That's a whole nother story, but <laughs> and we had to do a whole bunch of stuff. But long story short, she was going to divorce me and she, she had her bags packed and was in the car and she got in the car and I stepped between the door and the car. So she couldn't shut it. And I said, 
you know, if you'll give me 60 seconds, you're, I didn't know how to talk to women either back then. You're being irrational. <laughs> give me 60 seconds. <laughs> so she looks at her watch and goes, okay, ready? Go. Go. <laughs> she's giving me 60 seconds. That's all I got. I said, okay, so you're putting this in the form of gambling. So I'm going to pretext this in the form of gambling, but it is not gambling in one iota of, of in my heart or my beliefs. But let's put it in your court, and I'm still going to prove to you that you're being irrational. We're playing five-card draw. I got 250000 on the table. I'm asking for two more cards from the dealer, and you're driving off. What if I win? How dumb is that? Right, right. You can leave me when I lose, but right. don't leave me before <laughs> the game's over because I just might win. I knew I was going to win. I had $250,000 worth of credit card debt. I knew those houses were worth $500,000. I knew it. Or a quick sale, you know, whatever. But I'm making money. And I'm going to make more than – she was making $35,000 a year at the time. I was going to make three times or four times her annual income in this one set of credit cards. So it happened. And uh, we, we still had to go to marriage counseling. That ended very badly. <laughs> the marriage counselor was named I, I don't know what I should say I don't care his name was Dr. Love you can't make this shit up his name Dr. Dr. Love <laughs> and someone she, he get, he's, she's talking to him uh, she gets to tell her side of the story first how I ruined their finances how I ran up all this debt how I'm going to ruin their lives that I'm a madman I'm a maniac I, I'm, I'm I, she's married a nutbag. Then she asks me, he turns around, it's my time. And I tell him the exact plan. And then I notice a, 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 a shift in the a, a sh conversation. Instead of him counseling us on marriage, I'm now counseling him about his finances. And then he says to me <laughs> that he wants to loan me $100,000. And my wife says, this is it. And she walks out of the deal. So I chase my wife out of the counselor's office and into the elevator and I get on the elevator and the doors close, you know, and I said, I'm really sorry that I'm so screwed up that even the doctors want to give me their money. I, I don't know what to say to you. I just don't know what to tell you. Well, and I'm trying to keep from laughing, but she's really pissed. She's probably really pissed. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. That's great. You know, so... So, okay, fast forward. I have bought a house every four to five days. I did the math. It was real easy. You go to your storage locker, you pull out every file, you count them, and you divide by how many days you've been in the business. I have bought a house every four to five days for two and a half decades. Almost two houses a year. Wow. In their finance, 70% of them. I retail or hotel 27% of them because the people around me need a fat check so they can sell yeah. another six months. Cause I could sell our finance those too, if I wanted to, cause I don't need, you know, my needs are solved. And then I only wholesale about 3% and that's just the ones I just wish I hadn't even bought in the first place. So, so I'm doing, you know, and then, so if you think about that, it's a hundred transactions a year coming in, which means there's a hundred transactions a year going out. And when I used to sell that notes, there was a hundred transaction note sales. So there was 300 transactions in 365 days. You take out 52 weekends, which is 102 days. You're talking about, I don't know, three or four closings a day. Yeah. Okay. You wow. know, coming in or going out or selling the note. <clears throat> so, so 
The second year, I do 65 houses. The third year, I do 150 houses. In Laurent, and, and I tell that to Ron Legrand one day, standing in his audience of 400 people, you know, who's done more than that? And I stand up and they go, how many have you done, Mr. Steven? I said, 150. And he goes, you're a dumbass. And I'm just standing there in front of 500 people. <laughs> and uh, and uh, then he finally Ron, gives Ron, me Ron, Ron doesn't hold anything back, by the way. No, it was a no, lot. No, of I, mean, I was turning flush red. I mean, I was like, God, please give me something to say because I'm standing here like a dumb shit in front of 500 people. And the man's not talking. He just called me a dumbass. I don't know to go up there and whip his ass, or I don't know to leave. <laughs> the man's dishonest. And then finally, he comes and asks and goes, and there's a whole bunch of you out there that wish you were as dumb as him. Now, what I want to suggest to you, Mr. Stephen, is that you do half as many houses, make twice as much, and get a freaking wife. I went home and thought about that and said, yeah, he's right. You know, because I had so much money. Well, hold on, back up. What did he say to you? He said... He said to the audience, you know, he laughed, finally broke the silence. I was like, thank God. He said, there's a lot of people, There's a, most of you out there wish you were as dumb as this man, you know. But may I suggest to you, Mr. Steven, do half as many deals, make twice as much, and get a life. Because he was wow. right. That's powerful. Yeah. And I went, so I thought about it over the next week, and I, he was right. I didn't like it, you know, old codger bastard guy but he's my friend now we talk all the time you know but 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 you know so sure uh, time i didn't know him though and and he you know he had pushed me pretty hard in front of that audience and so um because i had so much money going out the back door because i i wasn't a good businessman i wasn't good at monitoring everything you know that i was making a lot of money coming in but it was a lot of it was going out the back door because i couldn't handle it you know right right procedures or anything and so, so um, today, you know, I take all the money I make from flips and from temporary cash flow, which is seller financing, where people owe me payments for 30 years. I sell my notes on 30-year fixed mortgages, 10%, whatever Dodd-Frank will allow at the time. And there's no balloons. I am a mortgage company. When the payment comes in, it's my money. If the air conditioner breaks, don't call me. I'm the place you make your payment on your house. So that money sticks when it hits. I don't get calls for toilets or and that's why it became my my strategy of choice because i hated being a landlord i hated dealing with the uh, tenant mindset you know tenants move into houses tear them down and move out buyers give a lump sum of money 10 15 20 000, um stay and, and fix the house up they make improvements they put in pools car porches patios they paint they put in new windows you know they make my my collateral worth more and they stay for years and then when they finally do leave there he goes my my buyers are inherently flawed so they don't get refinanced but how they pay me off is they decide they're going to move they hire a realtor the realtor sells the house on a new loan and i'm getting a call for a payoff so when my occupant leaves I'm getting a windfall of another forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars that I was receiving payments on over thirty years, but now I'm just going to get it dumped on me. It's like, damn it, damn it! <laughs> I don't want them to pay me off, but they do. But they do sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's quite the problem. So, um, so I took the money that I made because the problem with most industries, especially wholesaling, flipping, even seller finance notes 
although there's a lot bigger cushion, is it's a job and you have to keep doing it over and over again. So I had to take all this one-time cash and temporary cash and I had to put it into a forever cash stream. Something that if I bought enough of this forever strategy, which I would own forever, which would be some form of rental probably, um, I could work myself out of a job. So I started buying storages. So let's paint a picture. And I, I don't want anyone to take this wrong. I know somewhere right across the street is a person that can wipe their backside with my financials. I know that somewhere right across the street or down the road, not too far, is a guy doing 500 deals a, a, a month or a day or a minute or whatever. I know this. <laughs> There's a lot of people who would like to be where I'm at. So I got a hand up trying to learn from these other people that are bigger than me, but I've also got a hand down trying to help y'all. And you don't have to do 100 houses to be successful. I'm just telling you where I'm at, where I found my comfort level, okay? Sure. And so I got 300 mortgages because you can't hardly get over 300 mortgages because every time you put in another 20, 15 pay off. That you got month. it. You can't. Right. I'm trying to get the 500, but I can't uh, so far, or I don't want to put any more effort in than I'm putting. And sure. so I'm, I'm sure. stuck around 300. I average $500 a month positive cash flow on 300 mortgages, of which I get no repair phone calls from. Plus, I picked up 10 or 15% to make it happen. I'm borrowing 100% of my purchase and rehab from private lenders. So when I get a $20,000 down payment, that's my money. It's in my bank account. That's what I make my car payment with if I had one. That's what I make my house payment with if I had one. When I had, <laughs> you know, and so I'm getting paid like a million dollars to create 500 a month on 300 houses. Do the math. How much is that a month? It's 150,000 a month. Okay. Now my office cost me about 27,000 to run. So how many of y'all out there could live off a million dollars and 130,000 a month positive cash flow? Okay. Then yeah. I took the money I was making. I went and bought storages. I got 1300 doors. 1300 and 14 locations right around the lake where I live. I am canyonlakestorage.com. Look it up. I got 1300 doors. They all owe me a hundred bucks a month. I started that business in 1991 and I don't have any debt on that business anymore either. Unless I want to temporarily for something else. Storage is a great place to go and say, look, I need 2 million bucks on this $4 million facility for about 15 minutes. Give it to me. You know? So, you know, by the way, that's what you buy ranches with and subdivide. That's, you know, it's all just keeps going, you know? So, so yeah. that's $130,000 a month coming in from that business. Now I don't get to keep the whole 130 cause I got taxes and property taxes and lawn maintenance and light bills and water bills and, you know, broken gates, but I get to keep a lot of that too. So that's where I'm at today. And, and, you know, maybe I can help someone. The biggest thing I do want to say though, is, it all started out with one house and one limiting belief being broken. The one limiting that's right. that yeah. I didn't need my money to do this. So let's that's talk right. about this. You don't have any money. What are you doing? You're a professional friggin' deal maker. You're you, you, you doesn't cost a lot to go make a deal, a couple of sheets of paper. You have to be a professional deal finder and you have to be a professional contract writer upper. That's I'm, you know, if it's not a word, it writer is. upper. Uh, <laughs> You're right. And you might want to study some negotiation because the better you are at that, the better your contracts will be. So when you get this contract and it's, 
and you're controlling this property for 30 days, 45 days, you got it tied up. It can't move. No one can do anything with it because you got it tied up at this really low price. It's worth, it's worth this much and you got it under contract for this much. This thing is worth money. 20,000, 50,000, $100,000 profit. All you do is you walk around town with that contract over your head, you use your mouth as a megaphone and your legs to get around town and you scream at the top of your lungs. I got $100,000 profit locked up here for the next 45 days. Who wants half? Bring the money. Yeah. So for the That's first it. part of your career, you'll, you'll, you'll make half of a lot of money, which is better than 100% of zero. And then soon you'll work your way out and you'll learn that the more reputation and the more confidence you get, you can quit giving up half and you can start just borrowing money at eight or nine or 10%. I mean, the most expensive partner you'll ever have is a money partner. They're going to take half your deal or, or whatever, usually, you know. Sure. I started but the that reason way. you would want a money partner, if you want, if you get a money partner that's a doctor, you know, good for you, but not, not as good as you could do. You need to get a money partner like David Dodge. Because now you're not only going to get the money, but David Dodge ain't going to let you screw up. And then you're going to learn a lot from David Dodge. And you're going to be getting paid to learn from David Dodge from a deal that you found. And how you keep David Dodge as you coach is you keep bringing him deals. That's how exactly my right with me, 25 years old. I didn't want a damn partner. He's sending me deal after deal after deal. And they're, my partner, Mike Powell, is a freaking deal magnet. This guy wakes up in the morning with houses stuck to the side of his face. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I could not deny him. I looked up one day, I had 33 deals I was funding for him because, you know, he had, he ran out of money. And finally, my daughter calls us in and goes, it's an emergency. Y'all get here. I thought, oh, shit. So we go over there. They said, look, you either got to become partners or you guys got to form another corp corporation and get his 33 houses out of our houses because he is jacking everything up. And so I looked at Mike and said, you want to be partners? He said, what do you think my goal was this whole time? Stuck out his hand and we shook hands. And that was eight years ago and 400 deals ago. Wow. And he's 35, is... multi millionaire. Gonna, he's going to surpass me forever. This man figured it out and is already a multimillionaire and way eight years into the game at 34. I started at 34. And I didn't have a David Dodge or someone. I wasn't smart enough to latch on to those. You know what I mean? I had to. Are you guys still partners today? Oh, yeah. We'll be partners till the day we die. Or till the day I kill him. <laughs> no, not really. He's a blessing, man. He's legal, a, he's legal, disclaimer, legal disclaimer. Mitch will never kill anybody. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, I, I've had a lot of good partners, and all of them were were great in the time that I needed them. My partners have my partnerships have lasted ten years, fifteen years. Uh, my private money. I have twenty six million dollars of private money from about 59 people that have been with me for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I was looking the other day, a lot of them 25 years and a few of them almost 30 years they've been loaning me money. Why wow. do they loan me money after all those years? Because I don't pay them? No. Because I, because I renegotiate on them? No. no. Because I make you... my problems their problems? Nope. I got houses burned down. They don't even know. It's none of they their They don't even know. Yeah, keep amazing. paying your interest and you keep rolling it. Yeah, I had a doctor one time. He's been loaning me money for 25 years. Finally called. He had a lunch with an attorney. And the attorney, he was telling his attorney about me and his investments that he'd been doing for 25 years. And he goes, does he insure the houses when he buys them? And um, 
uh, he goes, I don't, I don't think so. And so he calls me and goes, Mitch, do you have insurance when I give you the money on the houses? I said, no. He says, you don't insure the houses when you buy them with my money? I said, no. I said, unoccupied owner insurance is like $1,200. And then I'm only going to have the house for like a month. And then going to the insurance company and fighting for that, whatever they're going to give you back plus the penalty. So for 700 bucks, I'm going to pay 700 bucks for um, 30 days. And then I'm going to have to go fight them to get my other 700 bucks. It's not even worth it. I just self-insure myself. You know, now when you're young, don't self-insure yourself Buy the insurance. But when you get to a point where you can stroke a hundred thousand dollar check or cover, if a house burns down or sure. here, then, then you do that. So caution. Sure. So he says, well, what happens if a house burns down? I said, well, I said, one of your houses already burned down. <laughs> Which one? This has already that? happened. Calm down, Doc. I said, it's like 10 years ago. He said, I had a house burned down. It wasn't insured 10 years ago, and you didn't tell me? I said, no. He goes, why didn't you tell me? I said, because it's none of your freaking business. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. You he got said, it. He got his money back. He didn't I even, said, I do remember it was $38,000, and it burnt down. The, we bought it that night at auction. It burnt down uh, that night because the people that got foreclosed on had family next door and they moved in next door and they lit it on fire to watch it burn that night because they were pissed. And, the in, and even if I was going to get insurance, probably wouldn't have covered. I wouldn't have gotten it in time. He goes, so you lost 38000 I said, no. The lot was worth twenty five. I owner financed it and I lost, you know, I lost 13000 bucks. He goes, and so why didn't you call me? I said, and give you anxiety over something you had nothing to worry about. You got paid. That's all. That's what you're in it for is to get paid. You did not to hear all this crap, you know? Right. Because I could call you every day if you want me to. Sure. <laughs> and I think that's important, though, because that really that really does happen. People actually call them and, and create problems. And I think that's where, you know, then relationships go south because of... I just want to lend you money. I don't want to deal with your business. I'm just going to lend you money. But they're like, you know, constantly, oh, this has gone wrong. That's gone wrong. We need this. We need that. And it becomes a hassle. And you can see. So I think that's genius to. Uh, so, so the house burns down, you know, I wake up in the morning and go, okay, we don't have any insurance. What's the plan? Plan number one, keep making your freaking payments to the doctor. Plan number two, let's go figure out what we can salvage out of this. Is it a, is it a complete burn down or what? Well, it was. Okay. So. What's it going to take to scrape deal? What's the land worth? You know, we start putting together things. It says, okay, I'm going to sell our finance it for $25,000. A couple of months go by. You know, I'm still making the payments, getting it straightened out, sold the lot. I get my, I'm, I'm upside down. You know, that month I do 10 or 12 or 15 houses, whatever. I'm going to make $110,000 that month. And so I got a $15,000 deficit. So I stroke a check for 15 grand. I only make 95,000 that month. Everybody's good. Yeah. Nobody knows the difference. I know. Right. So he was probably happy that you didn't tell him after your conversation with him, right? Yeah. I said, go tell your lawyer that. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, my, my, I said, do the math. I do a hundred houses a year. If I put up $1,200 on, on, on a hundred houses a year, which by now has been 2000 houses, What's, what's 2,000 times, I mean, uh, uh, 20 years times 100 houses a month times 1,200 bucks. It's in the millions. Or I could just stroke you a check for 15 grand. 
I've had three, I had six losses in my entire career to a grand total of about 60 something thousand. And luckily they all didn't happen early. Uh, luckily they all didn't happen in one month, you know? So big deal. It was a cost of doing business. You know, I, I had a loss that size on one property it was $66,000. The entire loss was the interest to the lender. We broke even on the property per se with our purchase and our rehab and holding costs, but our interest to the lender was $66,000. It was a large project. The lender to this day doesn't know that the interest I paid them was a loss. Right. They still lend to me. Yeah, and yeah. they'll probably still be your lender if you call them. Yeah, right? and we, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we paid them. We never said a word. I mean, we, we can we, come we back and we still yeah. have our, our lenders. If we don't, if we lose our lenders. Yeah. It's hard to come back. Um, you know, so, 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 um, uh, when, you know, I've lost a lot more money than that too, but, but it's always when I got out of my lane in my business, I've lost 60,000 when I'm in my lane over 2000 houses, I probably lost on four or five, six houses to a grand total of that, six. That, that's an, that's an important thing to hit on Mitch. Like that's, that's yeah. where most people lose their money is when they deviate from what they're good at their core business model, the thing that they've mastered. And then they're chasing all these other shiny objects. Yeah. You, you've mastered one thing and moved on to the next and mastered that and moved on to the next, right? You weren't doing 15 things at once. Oh, and I was. Believe me, I was in the beginning. Well, but, that's, but you weren't successful at 15 things at once. Oh, is my that's why I learned, don't do that, dumb shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, dumb. <laughs> you know, like, what the hell are you doing? You're making you're the, 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 hey, an entrepreneur's worst enemy is boredom, like routine. Right, right. Okay, I got this down. This is the same old, same old again. And then yeah. you start, you go out. And, and I, I haven't been coined or you know quoted as much, but there is a quote floating around out there by Mitch Steven. It's, the hardest thing an entrepreneur will ever do is have one great idea and finish big. Yeah, it's true. So true. Because we see opportunity in everything. And, but, and so this is what you learn when you start trying to do them all. Every business that you start will take everything you friggin' have for a year or two or three or maybe four or five. It'll take everything you have. Yeah. And, Agreed. And so, be careful. You know, I think it's worse with social media, isn't it? Right. I think that's where all the shiny objects come from because there's so much faults out there and you think, oh, I could be doing owner finance or notes or sub twos or buying holds or flips or this. And I want it all. And I think people starting off on their journey think they can have it all immediately. And the reality is they can't. You have to master one thing, as you've just said. Yeah. Uh, before you go on to the next. Right now, Gavin, I have another problem. My wife is watching this live feed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's okay. When I wrote my book, um, My Life in a Thousand Houses, Failing Forward to Financial Freedom, um, I had a lot of people come to me and say, because I, I talked about all this stuff, I was, uh, I was grieving over a tragic loss I had, and I didn't know that I was writing a book. I was journaling. I journaled 1,200 pages. And... And of course, I was doing so many houses that there was hardly any way to talk about my life without having a real estate as a backdrop because it was just you couldn't get away from it. So a lot of people said, you sure you want to write this uh, book because, you know, you're, you're you and your wife are having some real personal problems, you know, with because I had to drag my wife into entrepreneurialism like a caveman drags his his woman into a cave by the back of her hair. She was kicking. <laughs> same, same, same here, man. Same here. And so, and so, uh, you know, even when I was making like $35,000 a month and she was making $35,000 a year, she's screaming at me, when are you going to get a job? And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't understand this, you know, but yeah. that's, that's how ingrained, you know, some things are. Now there was a lot of 
other reasons, which, you know, her, her parents died young, you know, a lot of reasons. She was always just trying to hold a nest together, you know? Sure. And, 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 and I'm like, I'm like, what am I going to do? I have a high school education. Am I going to work at Walmart for the rest of my life? I mean, like I had made a decision. This is an interesting conversation. I don't know if you want to go this way, but how I really got the nerve to be an entrepreneur and walk out was I, I had a, I heard a, a guy was a prisoner of war. It was a friend of mine. He was a prisoner of war in uh, he got captured in the Bay of Pigs. He went over from Florida to go to Cuba to fight for the freedom of his country. And then Kennedy forgot to send the airplanes and he got captured in the Bay of Pigs. And Castro dubbed it the Bay of Pigs because he he labeled them as traitors to their country. And then they put him in prison where they did very, very bad things to them every day, routinely, every morning. And I asked him how he survived, and he said, you know, the, the mind, you know, he said, this body is the most incredible thing ever built. He goes, if you'll give it just enough water and just enough protein, if you can keep the mind, the body will figure every single thing out. The key is you have to, you have to have discipline. You have to, you have to pick where you're, where, where you're going to put your mind and you have to not let anyone move it and you have to keep your mind. So I'm thinking, here I am, I'm capped, making $15 an hour. I don't have a college degree. All my friends are making $150,000 or $100,000. They have all these jobs and perks, and I don't have anything. I was starting to get down on myself. And I, I looked in the mirror and said, you know, I've been afraid to go on my own, and all, I, and all I have to match is $15 an hour, you know, to be better off. I'd be on my own at $15 an hour earning, and, you know. And I looked in the mirror and said, am I going to get enough water in San Antonio, Texas, if I jump off? And I said, yeah. I said, am I going to get enough? What's the chances I won't get enough protein? I said, this is not a chance in hell. You know, Carlos was trying to keep his mind because they were torturing him and beating him every day in the morning with cables. And, you know, they would start way down the row and they'd beat 99 people before they got to him. And he got to listen to it as it came every day. Oh, man. And all I had to do was have the mental discipline not to take a job so I could back this stuff back into a corner so far to find out what it would do but i had to have i had to all i had to do was control my mind and not take a job no matter how tough it got you know no matter how bad it was you know but i, I knew i wasn't gonna not, not have water and i knew i wasn't gonna starve you know right so all i had to do was keep this i backed my ass up into a corner i would not let myself take a job I learned it, it wasn't very pretty for a month. I, you know, I, I, there's days I didn't make any money, not much less per hour. And then I learned how to make $15 an hour and then $25 an hour and then $50 an hour and then $100 an hour and then $200 an hour and $800 an hour. And, and every time there was an increase, I was 100% recipient of the increase. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, and there were days my wife would say, hey, can you pick up the laundry? And I would say, you know, I make 800 bucks an hour. Can we find someone else to pick up the laundry, please? <laughs> no dinner for Mitch. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, so oh, I love it. So That's great. The other thing was, you know, don't work below your pay grade. The other next, there's all these little levels. Like once you break through one limiting belief, there's another one. And then you'll find another one. And you don't even know they're there until you get up to them. And you're thinking, why can't I get over this hump? Well, the reason why you can't automate is you don't believe anyone can do a job better than you. Bullshit. You yeah. know, bullshit. You know? Yep. Agreed. 
So. Yeah, really, really good. Really good. You know, um, I, I, I remember it, before we get to questions, I just want to say, like, I remember listening to podcasts when I first rebooted my business in 2012 and people would be talking about doing hundred houses a year and not seeing them. And I'd be like, oh, that's bullshit. That's garbage. There's no way you could do hundred houses a year and not see them. And that was a mindset thing. It went, you know, as I built my team around me one day without even knowing it, I looked up and I was like, crap, we're doing over hundred houses a year and I don't even know where they're at. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of those awakening moments, but I, I remember specifically, I was telling a buddy, I was like, that's garbage. These guys are full of it. There's no way they're doing this. There's no way they're not seeing these houses. I got, pulled, houses over. I got pulled over by the, uh, this DPS. is a great story. I, I got pulled this. over by DPS the other day. You know, I have my concealed handgun license and the law is I got to present my license with my, my, with my CDL, my concealed, you know, carry license. So, so CDL, whatever the hell it's called. Anyways. So I get them both out and I hand them to him. He goes, <clears throat> So where's your gun? He says, do you have your gun with you? I said, I have at least one and I might have three. He goes, well, that's interesting. Are they loaded? And I said, if I have them, they're loaded. He goes, that's even more interesting. He goes, where is the one that you know where it's at? And I said, it's in this console in a safe. He goes, what is it? I says, in the nine mil. He says, what are the other two? Where, where might they be? And I said, I said, if I have them, they're in the back seat. He goes, what are they? I said, it could be any number. I don't know. Uh, you know, I have a lot of guns. He said, so let me get this straight. You, you have one gun and you might have three. And they're all loaded, but you don't know where two of them are, maybe. And I said, oh, it gets way worse than that. I said, he says, do tell. I own 300 houses and I don't have a clue where any of them are. <laughs> he, he said, what? I said, I own 300 houses. I can't tell you where one of them is right now. I cannot tell you where one of them is. In this town, I own them. And he started laughing and, we, and then he let me go. But... <laughs> so, That's that awesome. was, you know, I paid $30,000 to get in a room with people who had already done it. And I agreed. I agreed once I got some trust in these people, I agreed to let my guard down, to let them undress me, to let them unwind me, and to do whatever they said. I was drinking the Kool-Aid the whole way once I trusted them. And my way wasn't exactly like any one of them's one way. But through all their offices and their detailed and their very intimate details of their business, including salaries and bonuses and paychecks and tax stubs, and you know, it was it was undeniable that you could do it. I just watched seven men show me how they did it. And I saw their tax return. You know, and when I, was this? It was Collective Genius. When? Uh, about 10 years ago. Okay. Interesting. And yeah. so I went back. And it took me about a year and a half. You know, I didn't even go to the last quarterly meeting because I hadn't accomplished what I'd learned in the other meetings. It was like drinking information from a fire hose. So, But one chair at a time got fixed. And I figured out. I thought I was going to take a cut and pay, but instead of making, you know, this, I'm just picking a number. Instead of making a million bucks, which was more than that, but instead of making a million, I'd make 600,000, but I, I'd be free. I, I'd give up 400,000 a year. Turns out I make way more money than I ever did because I got these people sitting in the chairs. And the reason why Mitch Steven is better than this person in this chair doing that job. But I got all the chairs to do, so I'm no good. I'm right. not as that one guy who sits there that only has one thing to do. Right. I'm better than him, but he does better than me because he's focused. Right. You know? And every chair was like that. And so the stuff just starts to run like, you know, 
Oh, ne never mind. That analogy was really bad. No, I get it. <laughs> so, hey, speaking of that, Mitch, how no, many people? One of the we had a question a little while back ago. Let me find it here. And it was basically somebody asking about the size of your team. How big it is right here? It's Matt Smith. I have four, how big I, is your team to stay at about a hundred houses a year, give or take? So I have four full-time acquisition people. Mike runs them. My partner, Mike Powell, run, runs that. I have two mm -hmm. um, salespeople, and those six people all work upon success. I don't pay them till the money hits the table. Now, the acquisition guys, I pay when the money hits the table, but it's from my private lenders. I borrow the money from my private lenders. It includes whatever I owe them in the deal. Got it. That's so I'm awesome. Paying, borrow, I'm not paying with my money. I'm paying with other people's money. But, it, you know, when I call and say I need 100 grand for this house, it covers my sales guys. You know, I mean, my yeah. guys, when the sales guys get down payments, they get paid out of the down payment. So that's real easy. There's real cash on the table right there. They get paid when that happens. So and are you doing percentages on that, Mitch? Is it a standard percentage or does it depend on the deal? Oh, on the wow. sales, it's a standard percentage, but I always reserve the right to hand a bonus. And I never tie the bonus to any anything said. I know what the triggers are, but I don't tell them because then they'll expect you know, they'll put that trigger into their thought process. Mine's just like, you know, you did really good this month. Here's two grand. I know the reason why I'm giving him the extra two grand is he offloaded a problem house for me for a lot of money, or we hit a home run on a down payment somewhere. But I don't Man, I love it. Yeah, that's so awesome. Acquisition guys is, are a little bit different too, because you got to figure out how much profits in this house. You can't really go by any set thing. You got to get with your guys. Your guys got to trust that you're not greedy. They got to understand yeah. the rules up front. And when they when deals are really really good, they do really really good. And when deals are slim, it's slim. Sure, that makes perfect and sense. There's kind of a standard, but you know, if I owner finance the house and I want it, I can pay you right this minute. I, you know, you've owned the house for 13 seconds. If you want seven grand right this minute, you know, if not, there'll be a. You can make more, but. I don't know when this house sells. I don't know, you know, and I don't, you know. So yeah. there's a lot of conversation there. Besides that, for the longest time, I only had my daughter as the personal assistant sitting in the middle of the office who closed everything in and out. But we had to hire a badass assistant to support her because it's I was always behind. And the thing that caused me the most heartburn in my whole life was books. I have, I, I just recently, believe me, Spent $250,000. They went back five years. They finally got me tied back to every penny. They went through every file. They would not let me fudge one thing. It pissed me off. Like, who cares? It's $1.50. Put it on that house. No. Which house is it? I'm like, geez. You know, yeah. so, and now I'm, now I'm so bankable, it's not funny. And it cost me a lot of money not being bankable and not having finances. Because I, for years, I could have walked in and got 4% money or whatever. But you got to remember, it's a double-edged sword. Banking money, you got to sign on the dotted line. I mean, when you sign for a bank and guarantee that note, you're guaranteeing world catastrophe, nuclear bombs from Kim Jong dumbass, uh, meteorites, everything that you have no control over. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of that. If it happens, I'll be fine. Yeah, bullshit. Uh, so when you get private money, non-recourse collateral only, which I have 26 million on the street right now. It's like I have two rights every day. I look at my private lenders and I tell them, I got two rights every day if you make this loan on this house. One lender, one borrower, one piece of collateral, first lien. You either get paid or I either I, I have the right to pay as agree or I have the right to walk this deed over to you and we're done. 
So if you don't like the value of this house compared to what you're loaning me, then don't do the deal because I reserve that right every minute of my life. Have you ever had to hand a, a deed back to a seller or to a, I'm sorry, to a lender? God, 30, you know, 27 years, 2000 plus deals. I've never been foreclosed on. I've never given a deed back, deed in lieu. I've never anything. I've done never, I've never done anything but pay. So you reserve the right, but you haven't actually had to even use well, it. Well, yeah, because when you're paying someone eight, nine, 10, whatever percent, you know, that yield with that kind of collateral doesn't come for free. You have sure. to share in the catastrophic risk with me. And what I want to be relieved of, and the reason why I can sleep at night owing $26 million in one bucket, there's other buckets, $26 million in one bucket is that it's all non-recourse. So if Kim, Kim Jong dumbass drops a dirty bomb in downtown San Antonio tomorrow and pollutes a 20-mile radius, you know, I'm walking deeds over everybody and go, who the hell would have known? It's not my fault. I didn't screw up. This was unpredictable and unimaginable. And don't blame me. And you can't take my stuff. That was the agreement because it's not my fault. And that's why I pay 8% and 9% is to be relieved in case something catastrophic. COVID could have could have gone a different way. It could have wiped me out. Or maybe another disease or a different kind of disease would have. Sure. Yeah. Hopefully this one didn't. I actually boomed again. Seller yeah. financing strategy has proved to boom like crazy in the recessions and it proved to boom in COVID. Love it. Love it. Mitch, tell us a little bit about Livecom, how you're using it. Just, and just before it? we do, just real quick, Dave, real quick. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you are watching yeah. us, okay, will you give us a like and share wherever you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, okay? Put put your questions as well. We're going to get to, but if you can, give us a like, share the post so we can get as many eyes. And what we're about to go to, I'm actually, I'm super excited about. I didn't know about it. And uh, Mitch gave me a kind of a quick 30-second rundown. Uh, before we started on on livecom.com and uh, it's going to be super interesting so we want to make sure we get it out to as many people as we can so if you do that we appreciate it sorry dave and, and mitch no no by all means kevin thank you for that yeah mitch you're up brother what's uh what is it how are you using it why should somebody have interest in it well livecom.com l-i-v-e-c-o-m-m.com as in live communication so l-i-v-e-c-o-m-m.com um, I'm also going to hand out a phone number here in a second. So if you get a pencil and paper, because I'm going to show you how Livecom works in real life. All you have to do is dial or text this number. Cool. And um, so I got I got 15 houses around town that I'm trying to sell with owner financing, right? And so how I was selling them was I put 20 20 bandit signs around the neighborhood with that individual houses. Um, info on it address address and no. they were they were killing my salespeople. i was getting 150 phone calls over the weekend you know 15 houses times 20 bandit signs around the neighborhood and one in the front yard so you know it's a lot 300 and something signs you know so so they're getting killed and they're, they're not even answering the phone and half of them are tire kickers and don't have money or it's just the neighbor across the street that wants to know how much the house is and and by noon they're not even answering the phone and so i have this problem I call around, there are solutions, the ones that really could solve my problem and did what I wanted, I don't want to pay the price. So I called the developing company and, and I developed my own system. You buy, you buy smartphone numbers at Livecom, they're $2 a month. Every phone number comes with a text distribution list attached to it. And if someone calls that number from their cell phone, 
it captures their cell phone and it puts it in a text distribution list. Now, there's a lot of features of Livecom, and we're not going to get through all of them. But you can also name that phone number whatever you want. And this is important because it's kind of how you're going to track what's going on. So I would name this phone number for this house, 123 Main Street. I'd get another phone number for $2 a month for this house, 236 Jones Street. And this, so I had 15 phone numbers. And then I would get on my, my iPhone, do the Livecom app, click on the phone number I wanted to make a recording for and make a recording about everything about that house that is known by man. I, it, the list of information is as long as my arm. And if they ever come up with something that's not on there, I will add it. So to say, when they call about that house, I give them anything they could possibly ask me and it does not waste my salesman's time. But it's I have all pre-recorded and, and they just get the recording. Phone number in a text distribution list. Sure. And I know what house they called on. Because these set of numbers are under this phone number and this phone number is labeled 123 Main Street, you know, so on. So <clears throat> all of a sudden, and then at the end of the recording, I wouldn't even give any contact information then. So they listened to all this information about 123 Main Street, including how much down the interest rate, the years, the terms, you know, electric, hot water heater, gas stove, seven-year-old roof, everything in the world you can think of, school districts, everything. And then at the end, it says, if you think this is the house for you and you definitely have X for a down payment or more, this is how you might make this your home. Get your family in the car, drive to 123 Main Street, get out of the car when you get there, walk around the house, check out the front yard, check out the backyard, look through the windows, check out the neighborhood. And if you think this is the house for you and your family and you definitely have X amount for a down payment or more, then call the blue number in the back window. Now I'm Man, you are eliminating tire kickers left eight. and right. I go, I go from 150 calls a weekend to eight, and these guys have qualified themselves. So I, But I still have the other 142 calls, and I can text them next time I have some inventory. I can text them the number, call this if you want to learn about my new house. You know, And for two cents a person, this is a direct hit because they've already identified that they want my product, a home that has seller financing. And so now... For, for about six, in 60 seconds, I can hit them for two cents right there. With a new or, with new inventory. With new inventory or price reduction. You know that house you called on that was 20,000 down? I decided I'll take 18. I decided I'd take 15. You know, boom, it's out the door. You, right. Does that change your mind about 123 Main Street? You know, go out yes. and check it out. Think about it. So, you know, so I'm collecting all these things. Turns out. Right now, I have 10,000 phone numbers in a, in a town, a population of 2.2 uh, million or whatever. I've been doing this for a little while, and these phone numbers are racking up. And so I'm spending two cents a piece, and turns out I only have to text 3,000 of them to sell a house. I, I could text the whole 10,000, but then I actually have problems. I got yeah, because it creates more, more yeah. work of having to tell them, hey, this one's sold. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... Um, and then, and then, then uh, open houses, you know, three hours before the open house. Hey, I'm going to be it. You know, we'll text, we'll, we'll text every phone number, put a check mark in every, every house, every phone number. Cause I don't care which one they looked at. I'm just telling them I'm having an open house on this one in three hours, you know? So then there's 20 people in the front yard, you know, when you show up. So, so I'm using this thing and I'm finding new ways to use it all the time. And it's been several years now and it doesn't just work for real estate. Um, you know, think about nail salons who get a 
you know, they have an appointment at four and they get a cancellation at two. I mean, that, that, you know, hairdo for 150 bucks or perm or whatever they're doing is out the window. You know, right. therapists, same thing. Uh, uh, barbers, uh, I don't know, it could go on and on. But if you had, if you could text all your clients like, hey, I just had a four o'clock cancellation. Can only take one person. Who's up for an impromptu four o'clock hairdo, you know, hair session, you know? Boom, got it booked again, you know? Um, so I'm using this thing uh, and then I'm sending out text messages saying, if you no longer want to be on, if you're no longer interested in owner finance home, get off this list by, you know, replying with the word stop right now. You know, I'll quit sending you this stuff. I still have 10,000 people that won't get off my list. So then I start driving them to my Facebook market page, which is a free page, right? Where we have the videos and we start training them how to buy my houses. To buy my house, you have to have check stubs. I have to prove that you can afford this payment. So this is what I need. You will give me a $2,000 non-refundable deposit if you're approved. If you're disapproved, you will get, but you, you will put up $2,000 a year down payment, non-refundable if you decide you want to apply for the house. I got Just to apply. Houses with the check. They're not sure they want this house, but if I do, I have a check. They're telling me when you walk in. I'm not sure if this is the house, but if we're we're ready, if the house, I said, what do you mean you're ready? So we got the $2,000 check. You know, I've trained them on Facebook how and what to expect. And then I got, you know, people that have bought a house holding the exaggerated key and showing the remodel, you know, the before and after pictures or just showing, you know, we just use it. And we now we have 8,000. So we're sending texts to these people saying, to keep track of our inventory, go to this Facebook page. So now I migrated six, I don't remember, six or 8,000 people over to Facebook now. And I'm learning, I don't even really have to send out texts anymore. I just post that the house is for sale on Facebook. And I, like I said, it only takes about 3,000 interested, seriously interested people to sell your house. So now I got 8,000 people over on there. I don't, I sell my houses now, the last 200 houses, uh, which I, I have not seen the, the houses and I have not seen the buyers. So to Don's, uh, you know, and I don't use any signs anymore. I have to, I put out no signs anymore. Not one, not even in the front yard. And this is great because the inspectors have become bitches around here, man. They're, they're up your ass so far. You can't believe it. You know, move a ceiling. Yeah, can, this, the banded signs can be can be problematic if you have an area that the uh, that the you know it's the aldermen, the code inspectors, all these people. You know, they don't want to see them. They were charging me fines for work that was done non permitted from the person I bought from, and they're not relenting. It's not even right. But, yeah. Wow. So anyway, so let me get. You know, this is how LiveCom works. I'm giving away a free copy of my digital book, My Life in a Thousand Houses. Failing forward to financial freedom. I'd like to give it to you, but I got my live camera sitting on top of it right now, so I can't show it to you. But it's my book. You can check it out. Uh, I'm going to give you a free digital version. Just call the phone number two one zero. Here, let, let me make a notes here. Hold on one sec. I'm going to add this to our to our chat here. Call. What's the number, Mitch? Two one zero. Two one zero. Nine three four. Nine three four. Six nine nine one. Six nine nine one. What are they? They're going to call that number. Yep. And when you call it, I want you to call it so you see how LiveCom works. There'll be a recording over there, 
and I didn't have time to make a, a recording with my own voice. So we did it. We typed and it's a, 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 a digital voice, you know, yeah. but it doesn't matter what the message what I say on that, because you call it, you're going to, I'm going to capture your phone number. And then in Livecom is called a hello button. And on this number, I have that button turned on. And because it's turned on for this number, you will automatically get a hello message from me when you hang up the phone. And this one's going to give you the link. It's well, it's going to ask you for your first name, your last name, and your email address so that I can get you this link. But technically, I could just digitally download the link to you in a text and we could be done automatically. I'll know your phone, but I want your name and I want your email address. So I'm going to demand it. And I promise not to beat you up with a bunch of crap, but the reason why I want your name really is because Livecom can do a mail, like mail merge. We can do text merge. I can say to my, to my, list, to, my to my, to my, my motivated sellers, I could send out a text to all of them and it would start with their first name and then I can change variables and it would say, Hey, Mr. Smith, are you still interested in selling your house on variable one, two, three main street? I could send out a thousand of those in a click of a button. It would be personal with their name and the, e the, the property that I'm interested in. Okay. Yeah. And so we also have the automatic record feature. So if you have a salesperson and you want to listen to how they're holding your customers, you can turn on that. There's all these features that you can turn on. Um, you can call out from these numbers so that you're not, if you have a problem customer, you can, you don't have to expose your own cell. Um, there is a list of features this long, and I don't really want to go into that. Maybe we can one day just have a PowerPoint presentation on just the features and go through, but sure. it will increase your bottom line. It'll decrease your advertising costs. It'll make your, your whole system a lot more efficient because it just weeds everybody out. There's ways to do it. And that's what I'd like is enough time to show you really intimately, like how wonderful it is to have these resources and this technology and how to use it. It's very right. simple. And okay, so Livecom costs, uh, you know, $29 a month and two cents per second or two cents per minute if there's a recording. It's pennies for the amount of money that you make with these things. You know, when I send, right. when I send out a text and everything combined for this house on Livecom, I spend 120 bucks. And I'm making $25,000. It's like a non-issue. The classified cost more than this when we used to have to pay for the classifieds. You know what I mean? And yeah, so yep. I'm really high on Livecom, L-I-V-E-C-O-M-M.com. You can also text 210-934-6991. Text the word Dodge to it. And the same thing will happen. You will get a hello message in a few minutes with asking for your, your first and last name and your email address, and we'll get you the free digital download of my 400-page book that's basically about, yeah, you got it, automatically. So imagine people are calling about your house. You could have the hello button turned on, and you could be driving them to your Facebook page to keep track of my inventory. Go here, go here, go here. You know what I mean? It's Love automatic. it. They just move to your Facebook page silently while you're sleeping. Uh, th that's the things I want to talk about. There's this little minutia that just changes everything. And so, um, again, 210-934-6991 and try it out. Uh, and if anyone ever wants a free consultation, say like you're not in the real estate business or you're thinking about it, you know, 
um, call me, 210-669-4020. I'll talk to you about how we can use it for your business. I actually like trying to figure out how it fits into your business. I mean, I love it. It's like, a, it's like you know, some people do word, word puzzles or whatever, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I like to figure out how to market, you know, for people with this. Yeah, I love it, man. Marketing is the name of the game. It's it's the lifeblood of our business. And it's this, any this business, year is no matter what you do. any business. Any business. If any business. You're marketing your ass off every day. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love so, it. I love it. Well, okay, hey, I, don't so want I didn't, to, leave, I don't I didn't leave any time for anyone to talk or ask questions. We got questions? Yeah, we do have a couple questions, Mitch. Um, and I appreciate you coming on, man. Super grateful to have you. Livecom is awesome. Guys, check it out. L-I-V-E-C-O-M-M.com. You can call or text to check it out to see how it works. 210-934-6991. Uh, you can call it or you can text it. Um, it's going to capture people's phone numbers. Um, so what Mitch is doing is amazing. He is eliminating um, efforts from his team and himself, as well as increasing efficiency with this, right? So what he's doing is he is creating a number per property. And I'm sure that once a property sells, you can reuse the number anyway, right? So you don't need thousands of, I don't even of numbers. Take the phone numbers. I don't even take the phone numbers out of the list. I just rename it. I don't care what house. Yeah, just call. rename the number, right? Yeah. So when people call in, they're getting all the information about it. But what I think is amazing and genius is he's, he's basically saying, go check it out. And if you want more information about this property or you want to talk to somebody on my team, the phone number is on the back window. So he's forcing people to go to the property, view the property. It's a, it's again, it's an efficiency play. He's eliminating these people uh, from calling his team, asking all these questions when they're going to answer 99% of these questions by walking the property. They're going to see the roof and the, and the windows and the age of the systems and they can peek in. And then at that point, if they're still interested, they can then go call the number on the team. But when they call to inquire, he's capturing that information, guys. It's amazing. So then on the next one, he can text out, hey, we got some new inventory here today, guys. Here's the price. Or again, there's lots of other options like price deductions or whatever it may be um, to be able to sell those properties. So Mitch, this is helping you sell properties in a, basically a couple of days, right? I, I averaged four days on the market in the last 200 houses Damn. with no signs. So now, when you say on the market, is that listed on the MLS or is that listed just by MLS. you and your? I don't do MLS. Yeah, you don't. So that's why I'm asking. I don't understand seller financing, and I don't need them. <laughs> I, I got a full-time person that's making both my salesmen make over one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year. They only sell my houses, and 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 they understand exactly how I want them to do it, and they do it for me. I don't have to, I'm, you know, I train them how to sell for me, and they pay for themselves, you know, because if I want ten percent down. And they're getting three percent, then they got to get thirteen percent, right? Yeah, and I inflate my price three percent because I'm seller financing because I don't have to have an appraisal because I am the underwriter. So, you know, I, it's a free salesman really because I just increased my price three thousand or whatever the commission would be. So, um, think about this: <clears throat> a recorded message is when, when you have a sign that says "Call for free recorded message." And there's a phone number, a live comm number. It's unconfrontational. That's how they perceive it. Oh, I'm not going to talk to a real person. It's just a recording. Would right. someone call you at midnight if they were half drunk from the bowling alley, smoking a cigarette at their dining room table? If they saw your postcard, do you think they're going to call your office, or do you think they might call a, a pre-recorded message? Call for pre-recorded message for free recorded message. You might get that guy. They think it's unconfrontational because it's just a recorded message. But little do they know. I just got your phone number, and you will be confronted tomorrow. 
So, uh, private lenders call about how I call about how to earn 10% on your money. Private lenders, you know, call me free recorded message. They call from anywhere in the world because it depends on where I place my ad or where my bandit signs are or anywhere. They call, they think that I, now I know who they are. They just expose themselves. I don't know this man's name and I don't know who he is. And get this. If I name this number, uh, private lender, um, magazine ad, then I can turn on an instant call connect button for that, for that phone number. And when they start listening to the recording, I get a text that says someone from the private lender magazine is calling and listening to your recording right now. It poses the question, do you want to call him? There's a man that is thinking about loaning money, listening to my recording right now. I don't know who he is, but here's his phone number right here. That's and cool. So I, I say, okay, I know that recording's four minutes long. I'm going to give him about four or five minutes. He's going to hang up. I'm going to call him and say, hey, this is Mitch Steven, man. You just listened to my recording. Um, I'd like to introduce myself. Is there anything you would like to know? Or Yeah, you got any questions? Yeah. May I, may I ask who you are? You got any questions? You know, you know it, it, it's changing everything. You just have yeah. to know how to use it. And, and I know how to use it in this industry. I know how to use, I, I think I can help you figure out how to use it in your industry, whatever it is. Sure. That's awesome. amazing. You're using this to market your deals. You're using it to find private lenders so you can then go buy more deals. Love it. This find is cool, motivated man. sellers. You know those cash for houses sign? You know, I buy houses, cash signs. You have a free recorded message. That's the only number on it. They think they're they think that you're not gonna, you know, they haven't figured it out yet. 99.9% .9 of the people. Right. Yeah. That speed though is huge as well. Being able to see that they're listening to that message and then contacting them immediately is huge in terms of that building relationship, especially with lenders. Like this guy is on it. Like that, that's not, you're not calling four days later, for instance. No, no. And the problem with calling four days later is you don't even know who you're asking for. You don't know what phone, you know, when it was their daughter's phone. I mean, they're not going to remember calling the number. You got to call them right when they're engaged. And here's the other thing. When you have that instant call connect turned on, not only do you get a text that someone's listening from the phone and here's their phone number, but when they finish listening to the recording, it says to them, if you'd like to speak to a live representative, don't hang up and you'll be connected. So the, the caller has a chance to connect and the and the salesperson has- Man, a that's a great feature. Well, these are Just the gotta have somebody on your have. team ready to go, I, but that's I easy. I know there's competitors out there that mass texting is not like the most, uh, you know, it's not an original idea, but it's how you set it up to function that is completely original. Take this. Yes. I'm fixing in 30 days to launch, you know, the chat box that you have on mm -hmm. your website. Mm -hmm. You now be able to forward it to your text so you can you can answer your chat box, chat box stuff from your cell phone, wherever you're at. You don't have to be That's cool. computer on your website to, to answer the chat, bo chat box. We're going to be able to forward your chat box to your text on your phone. So okay. you can be anywhere chatting with somebody on your website it's and you're doing your it from website. your cell phone. You don't have to be in front of your website. Man, that's I'm in. That's okay. cool. We're I like fixing, that. I, I don't I don't like to talk about things in the future, but I'm excited about it because you know they take a little time. But we're also gonna have automatic voice drop where you can send a voice message to a thousand people. Now the but you have to know how to use that. Mm -hmm. And I'm training people how to use it. All these features I'm training people how to, if they go to, if they look up livecom.com on YouTube, I got, I'm, I'm selling every feature and what to do with it and how to do it.
livecom.com. Don't forget, it's double M, L-I-V-E-C-O-M-M.com. You look, check out my YouTube channel. I'm, I'm taking every feature and teaching you how I use it in my business. Um, Love it. You have, like, so, but how you would use a live voice drop is you have to do a physical thing. Like you have to mail them something physical in the mail, or you have to send them an email, or you have to do something because you cannot personalize a voice drop. Right. Yet. Yet. Yep. You got to be very generic. So what I do is, uh, here's an example, and then you can figure out however you want to use it. You, you send a hard copy of the contract into the mail to um, to 100 top prospects with an offer. Then, right when you drop it in the mail, you wait a day or two or three, and then you say, then you drop the, the, the voice drop. Hey, this is Mitch. I sent out a contract in the mail. You should have been getting about Monday, maybe Tuesday at the latest. Did you get it? Call me back when you got it. Okay. Now, since it's tied to a real live event, that was a personal phone call. You see what I'm saying? Like it. Mm -hmm. they're say, oh, they're, yeah, I did get it. He's not even going to cross their mind that that's a mass text. I didn't use their name. I couldn't refer to the property. There was no, um, there was no variables. There's no uniqueness, basically. Right. There was no variables I could do. Like in text, we can do variables. You know, right. we can, you can merge them in and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. So that's how you would use a voice drop system. And that's coming pretty soon. I love it. I, I could talk to you for days. Maybe we'll no, you guys, you got all kinds no, of stuff on there. No, that's, so, that's amazing. I think the other point is as well um, is that, because uh, I know people are probably thinking the legality, right? But people are actually opting in to get this, this information as well, which is huge. Because um, once they've opted in, you can then, you know, drop messages and do all these things because they're actually opting in, giving you the, the information that you asked us for, the name, the email, um, the, the contact number. So then you're basically opting in to then be marketed to. Well, and there's also things that that um, you, you need to that you don't know that we've done in the background. Like if you can only send out about 250 text messages a day without getting flagged by your phone company. Right. You only send out 200 per phone number. So if you want to get a thousand texts out right now, then we'll we'll rent you these phone numbers like ten dollars for ten phone numbers, and they'll get just 200 per phone number. If you don't care yeah. if the thousand goes out over ten days, then we'll dribble them out as much as you know, 200 a day till they're out. But we're protecting you against stuff. Of course, there's always a text stop to end on everything. And we always, you know, you don't want to get in trouble with that kind of stuff. But yeah. people that are, are looking for owner financed houses are very amicable. They I, they don't complain a lot. They want help. They're trying to get a home. Yeah. God's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Hey, Mitch, you got time for one or two quick questions? Yeah, let me get that phone number one more time and then we'll end that subject. 210-934-6991. You can text the word Dodge, D-O-D-G-E, to that number, or you can just call it. Call it, text it, love it. I'll get you a 210-934-6991, guys. Call it, text it to learn how you know how it works. And Mitch, you did a great job of explaining it. There, it sounds like not only are you adding new features, but there's like a, a, just a crazy boatload of features over there. Um, but this not only is it going to make your business more efficient, but it's also going to save you a ton of time too at the same time. So I, that's awesome. Money, I love it, man. Because your my advertising cost went to zero. I'm using yep. Facebook. I'm using you know. It, I say zero. It's two cents a text, or you know, it's minuscule compared to the amount of people I'm reaching and how effective it is. Because I can deliver a dictionary in a text. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
Cool. All right. A couple quick ones with owner financing. What's the end plan to get conventional financing at the end of a short term? Or do you guys just try to do a 30 year finance from the owners? And I think he's probably asking maybe on, well, yeah, I guess I'm I, understand, I understand the question. So I am getting, see, the problem is, you know, if you go to 1000houses.com and look at my raising private money changes, everything private money changes, everything. You, when you're seller financing, you have to get a different color money underneath. I don't need, I can't use a hard money lender. I can't afford their rate usually. And even if I could, they, they're short term, six months. I'm making a 30 year note. I need to have a 15 year note or a 10 year note. So when I borrowed this $26 from private lenders, I'm asking for 15 years. That's 10%. Here's a big nugget. Here's a big nugget. If you want to give me a 15-year fully amortized loan at 10%, collateral only, first lien, good, I'm in. I advertise that 10% and I'll take it and we'll do a deal. I use 10% as the hook. People say 10% on your money, I'm calling. Yeah, 10%, I just need a 15-year loan. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to go. I don't want to go 15 years. Hold on. He's already raised his hand. I've already exposed him. He's already called the Livecom number. I've already got him. He can't run away from me because I will follow him. Okay, so hold on. If you want to go 15-year amortization with a 10-year balloon, I pay 9%. Well, I'm not doing 10 years either. Hold on. You want to hold do on. a 10-year AM with a 7-year balloon, I'll pay you 8%. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not doing – hold on. And I go down to about 5 years and 6%. You know, 15-year AM. You, know, you can pick any way you want to do it. The point mm -hmm. is – Maybe I get to the end and go, well, what the hell do you want? He goes, you know, I want this. <laughs> okay, why didn't you say so? You know, you know, uh, maybe I make the deal with him, maybe I don't, but I got this guy. And then I can send him a text or a deal one day that's a no-brainer. When I run into one, he didn't want to go 10 years, and he told me he didn't want to go five years, which is my minimum. But um, uh, you know, I only owe fifty thousand, and I'm getting and I'm selling this house at a hundred thousand. It'll take 17 years. For my buyer to owe, owe what I owe, okay? Right, if right. If you want to know how you get around the train wreck, which is what this guy wants to know, go to my blog, 1000houses.com, and read the article, the blog post, why I borrow at the terms I do. I explain every single way out of that predicament known to man. And the last one is you collect five years worth of payments and you walk the deed over to your private lender. Never done it, don't want to do it, but that's – the final resolve, if you don't come up with anything else, doesn't work for you. And I'm going to drop a comment here so everybody can see that. So you had just said, go to 1000houses.com and read the blog post. What was the post called? Why I borrow at the terms I do. And it it's about 12 pages. I said it as perfect as I could because so many people ask that question. So that's why I just send them there. And, and got I, it. I got it right. And I got all the variables in. I nice. I just put a, I just dropped that comment in. So this is syndicated out to uh, Gavin, myself, Don's uh, personal Facebook pages, our YouTubes. And then we also have a Facebook group, Coffee with Closers Live. And I don't even know if that's even working on this one. I'm having, I was having some technology issues this morning here. Um, but regardless, anybody that's watching this right now will, will, will see that comment. So yeah, guys, head on over 1000houses.com. Mitch has got all kinds of cool stuff. If you weren't here with the, in the beginning of this, uh, of this live stream, when I introduced Mitch, I mean, he's literally like one of my favorite people on the planet. I look up to Mitch. I inspire to be like Mitch. 
He's got all kinds of great resources. He's the author of like four books now, I think. I got the fourth one coming out. Fourth one's coming. I mean, guys, he is a wealth of knowledge. As you can tell from the last hour and 15 minutes, he loves to give. He loves to help. Mitch, I can't thank you enough for your time today. I know I'm speaking for both you know, myself, Gavin, and Don here, but we are yeah. incredibly grateful to have you. We're incredibly grateful to know you. And uh, I, we would love to do this again with you soon, man. But again, just thank you so much for your time yeah, today. Really, really. Yeah, good. guys, head on over to 1000houses.com. Call and or text. I'm going to put this on the screen here text again. Call and God. or text. Text 210-934-6991 to learn more about Livecom and or go direct to the website, which I'll put that up on the screen here as well. Once I can find the thing here, it is livecom with two m's.com to learn more i know i'm gonna go check this out mitch you've been telling me about this and uh but i never really had like the full the full gamut of all of the of all of the uh you know bells and whistles that this actually does and how cool it is and it's super cost effective you're talking 30 40 bucks a month it's amazing yeah, there's a lot more features. I mean, you can, you can upload lists into this. Like I could upload 25,000 realtors into this. Now I gotta be careful because, you know, I, I, I don't wanna break any laws, but I'm just telling you, you can, sure. if, if someone put their first name and they filled out the, the, the spreadsheet, right? You know, um, you, you could send a list to 25,000 people. You could upload it as long as you have permission or you've got it figured out why it's not against the law. Sure. And you 25,000 people could get an email with their first name. I mean, a tech, I'm sorry, a text with their first name saying, I'm looking to buy a house with a crack foundation day. Got one? Man, that's a great idea. Got yeah. one? Got some, hey, I'm looking to buy some moldy houses. Know of anybody selling one? Love it. Hey, hey, uh, uh, what is it? I like them. I like them. I like them when they're smoking. Do you have a burn house, please? <laughs> Give me one that's on fire. I love it. <laughs> I love Absolutely. it. Don, Gavin, you guys got any questions for Mitch before we wrap up? Don's on mute, I think. Hey, so let me say this before we go. Sometimes sure. it's misconstrued. Uh, uh, if anyone has taken anything uh, uh, that I've said as, as pompous or, 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 I don't know, let me tell you, it's just pure passion. I get excited. I raise my voice. I bang my fist. It's just because I started talking about real estate and the possibilities 27 years ago and i've never stopped and i don't know why i don't know why but i know this is where i belong this is where i was supposed to be all those years from 18 from age 18 to 34 where i was supposed to be and i found it and and i'm you know after some point the money doesn't i mean i can make another million dollars it doesn't matter it won't change what i drive it won't change where i live it won't change anything so the next thing that i need and the only thing I need now is just emotional significance. Well, if I can help you get where you're going and someone walks up to me one day at a seminar and says, thanks to you, I changed my life and I could fire my, my boss. I picked up 2,600 extra hours a year so I could figure out who I was supposed to be. So I could become the expert I was supposed to be all because of something I said, there's my high. And that's what I'm in it for today because you got to have a higher reason because the, the luster or the, of money, wears off at some amount it's no longer the thing you know let, let me yeah. address that you know people will ask and they'll say well if you're doing so well if you're doing so many houses you're making so much money why are you teaching it 
Why are you coaching? Why are you helping people? Why are you doing this? Why are you it's a great question? If you're doing all this, why are you doing it? I mean, we see that all the time, all, all the people out there who are the doubters of the guru, right? I mean, for, for better or for worse, we're gurus. We do it for emotional significance. What you said, you nail on the head. When somebody comes up and says, that thing you said changed my business forever, that is huge. There's something about legacy. There's something about making an impact that matters that's beyond money. And once you make money, you want most people that are the, you know, decent human beings want to make an impact in the world in some way. And that's why you do what you do, right, Mitch? I mean, that's the, that's the reason. It's, it's about the connections and the people and the relationships and the lives you can change because you got out of the matrix. You took the right pill and you got out of the matrix and now you want to show everybody else the way. And that's why you do it, even though you're successful, because it's for a bigger reason. And I just want to hammer that into anybody who's even doubting for one second. So somebody say there's more than re there's more than that reason. That's a big, big reason. But right. there was other reasons. So the other reasons are because I had this question asked a lot, especially when, you know, I'm trying to do one on one coaching for six months for 25 grand. They go, if, you need, if you're so rich, why do you need 25 grand? I said, I don't need the 25 grand. You need to give it to me so you'll get off your ass. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that is the that's so true. You know, and that's it's not true. about me making because the 25. It's about you spending the, the money to I, where you're now freaking dedicated and focused and and ready to go and listening and, and yeah. yeah amped up and all of that well you're as, you're as committed I'm to the not, process as i am to you yeah i'm right. not going to get my emotional high from someone who's not committed and right. you're promising me with that 25 grand that i'm going to get my emotional high because we're going to have a high chance of probability because first of all i won't even take your twenty five thousand dollars if after a 45 minute interview if i don't think i can help you because i don't have time to waste and i don't want to waste my time and i don't want to take your money I'll bust right. you down to someone else or some lower thing if I don't think you're ready. If I see right. where I can get you $25,000 back, I'll tell you. I won't tell you where, but I'll tell you. I got it in the shade. I, you've named, there's three things you aren't doing that I know there's $25,000 in, in in the next 30 days. You know, uh, but so the other things, the other reason why is one is an idle man who's relatively handsome. <laughs> who has more Talking money than he needs can find very aggressive demons. I'm being very transparent true. here. I'm being That's very true. transparent. I, I elect to keep busy, my friends. I elect to keep my mind busy and trying to help other people or else, you know, what do you, boredom, like I said, boredom's your enemy, man. And, and if you got too much money and you got boredom and you have drive, you, you, you know, there's not a, there's a lot of bad things can happen. You know, I focus. I also, it keeps me in the loop. It keeps me sharp. I'm talking to some very smart people right now, uh, Gavin, Don, and David. You know, we talk all the time. I learn things from them. It doesn't matter how long you're in the business. You cannot be everywhere. You cannot know everything. When I'm talking to students or getting replies, I get people some days ago, well, Mitch, did you know about this app or whatever? And this is what it does. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah, isn't it amazing? Wow, 100%. I've been doing this. Nobody like knows everything, right? You're going to yeah. constantly be learning new stuff, which is cool. I love it. So, so, and then there's that higher reason too. So, I would like to lump all of them. Then there's a lot of reasons yeah. why I, I stay that. connected. I, I, you know, the teacher can can usually learn more than anybody in the room if they'll listen. One hundred percent. Listen. One hundred percent. You stay out. You know, when you're when you're when you're when you're making money, you're not spending money. When you're um, helping people, you're not. Hurting yourself, you know, I, I quit drinking and smoking two and a half, uh, two years ago, almost, almost to the day. Yeah, it was like last week. I, right. I, no, it'll be Congratulations. On, the first, on the first, you know, Okay. 
I just said, I'm going to stop this habit and I'm going to start helping more people with the time that I've been spending with that. And it's changed, with that. it changed my life yet again. So guys, right. I know that Amazing. there's some people watching that are thinking the same thing, man. I love this guy, Mitch. I love you, buddy. Yeah. You are such a cool guy. Amazing. Seriously. I'm not, not trying to be Amazing. weird, but like you, you are, you're awesome. You're like one of my favorite people. I know I've said it like 10 times, but it's the truth. So guys, I, let's go ahead and wrap it up with that being said. I don't want to waste um, you know, anybody's time, of course. Mitch, thank you so much for coming on today. One last thing before we wrap up today, guys. Go call or text 210-934-6991 just so you can kind of see how the system works and or go direct to livecom, that's L-I-V-E-C-O-M-M.com to learn more. Mitch has given us a great demo today about how he uses this in his business to help his marketing needs, to make it more efficient, to build lists. So I mean, he's basically selling houses in four days with this with this software and this tool. You guys can do it too. Mitch, thanks for coming on today. And with that note. Appreciate it. Thanks, bud. Really good. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you next